I'm your host, Paul J. Schmidt, owner and creative video strategist for Introduce Multimedia, and I would like to welcome two folks that are near and dear to my heart, Barb and Susie of It's a Breast Thing. Welcome to the podcast, you two. Glad to have you on. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So, first thing that I want to ask, that is, this is what I ask everybody going forward, what is your mission statement? <laughs> I love Are you fucking kidding me? Do you want us to read it to you or just show you what our goals are? <laughs> <laughs> you can read it to me. You can, uh, you know. Well, we don't have front of us so we can't really do that it's too long to memorize oh this is so funny (laughs) i knew this was gonna happen (laughs) that's why you made us last right (laughs) no 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 um okay i could bring it up on our meeting for the agenda for tonight if you really want us to read it oh no i mean it's uh well, let's let's do this. What is uh, how how would you how would you describe the mission of it's a breasting? The mission of it's a breasting would be to enhance the life of breast cancer patients, awarding grants to those in financial need, and basically doing everything that we can to make their lives better. So <laughs> to start with, why are you, why are you two doing this? What well, was the purpose? What was the purpose of starting the, the, an organization such as yours? You know, um, I ran across an event that Susie and I put together back in 90, what was that? Early 90s. Early 90s. And way back then, we did a very large nonprofit fashion show down at the Lansing Center. And breast cancer was a big thing for us then. And that was part of the event, was bringing breast cancer to the public. And we donated the money to um, MSU. Uh, One of our clients was a surgeon, and she made sure that the money went for um, Research. research. And so breast cancer is a big part of our world because we deal with so many women. And so why we created It's a Breast Thing, I guess, was probably just um, another step above what we had done in the past and to help more people. Now, you just said you're around so many women. What do you mean by that? We're cosmetologists. We're around women all the time. And we have been for many years, and we won't say how many. No. But we have for very many years been dealing with women on a daily basis for all of our life. And in a salon, it's a safe space when they're in your chair. And so they 
chant, they share, they, you know, become emotional, they tell you their problems, you know, so we've heard it all. We've helped them prepare for wearing a wig. We've shaved their heads. We've, you know, been there for them we're just, know, for years and years. We're, we're their sounding board. Hmm. And now have you or either of you ever run or been in a nonprofit before before you before you started it's a breast thing? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Had no clue what that was gonna be all about. We just wanted to help people. Okay. <laughs> All you have to do is get together with the right people. And it's like, oh, okay, sure, we'll do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're game to do almost anything if we think it's going to help people. But then somebody steps in and tells us there has to be all these rules and regulations <laughs> and all this stuff we have to do. And it's like, really? We just want to help people. <laughs> you know? You get to a point with a nonprofit where you need to like be professional and do all that stuff or back it off and be some little person back here. You know, I mean, and we wanted to continue moving forward because things were going well. So you got to bring the people on board to help you do that. What was the trigger though? What was the trigger to say, um, we need to take this to the next level? What, what was well, it? We if when Susie and I had our salon, we we were very much a part of donating to different charities. And every month in our salon or every other month we had a different charity and our clients would bring whatever it was we were having them donate. And um and then all of a sudden it was we wanted to do more for breast cancer. And we just got it in our head that we wanted to do this. And so we connected up with a breast surgeon and she wanted to hook up with us. And that's kind of the way it got mm -hmm. started. And we brainstormed and um, we came up with a goal of how and what we wanted to do to get it out to the public. And, and I don't know that in the beginning that we really thought about forming a nonprofit because we started this in, what, in 08, yeah. and we didn't actually file for a nonprofit status until 10. You know, we were helping Carefree at that time for a couple of years. Um, so it kind of progressed along the way. I don't think it was so much thinking of starting a nonprofit. It was just kind of getting together with some other people that we could help people. And then somebody told us we had to become legal. <laughs> <laughs> we don't think about those things. That was a couple years down the road. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of... Uh... Well, you decided to move into a, you know, the full-blown nonprofit. What kind of obstacles did you run into right off the bat that you needed to solve? 
I'm the you yes. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get let's get a let's let's do a top five. No, I'm just kidding. But, but. One of the first big obstacles was that Susie and I have done nothing but work day and night. We've never ever had time to be a part of any other organizations. We've never been on a board. We had no idea what it was about, had no idea about anything because all we've ever done is work. We've never had an opportunity to get involved in anything. And so then it was somebody who then said to us, you have to do A, B, C to do this. And it's like, we had no clue, (laughs) you know, and so... Somebody, one of our clients, found a seminar for us to go to, and Susie and I looked like a couple of, you know, puppies with their eyes wide open going, what in the world is this all about? And are we going to have to do this? Yeah, do we have to do this? And and then we have fumbled our way through it. (laughs) And we've, you know, made good choices. We've made not such good choices along the way. But when we think about where we were even five years ago versus where we are today, it's like night and day. And And that's because of the amazing people that we have brought to us. Right. That's exactly what it is, completely. It's not about Not about us. No. It's It's about the people we've brought on board. Yes. Who get it. Yes. And know what to do. Yep. Yeah, and so how long have you been doing this? How long has this been running? What do you mean? It's a breast thing? Yes. Well, Since this was our 15th. This, we're in our 15th year. Yeah. And how long has it been since it's been a fully established nonprofit? What do you mean by fully established? Like, <laughs> Like, we where, did you have the organization, and then, um, and then three years down the road, did you file the paperwork, or did you do that all right at once? No, no. <laughs> we became a nonprofit in two thousand and ten. That was with the paperwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when we started really learning <laughs> a lot, a lot. We made, like I say, we had bumps along the way for sure. You know, it's like, oh, well, that wasn't so good. You know, like making money in an event and then giving it all away. Yeah, we did that. We did you, that. We didn't and, know you were supposed to keep some of it for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it all worked out. <laughs> so we learned, <laughs> you know, and then we got to a point where we realized we had to create a board or bag it. You know, we had to have a board of directors. This wasn't going to be looked at as being, you know, a professional nonprofit if we didn't do that. Well, then it was like, okay, now what do we do? So we brought people on who were, who knew us, knew we didn't get it, in hopes that they had something to bring to the table. And it, you know, it worked for a little bit. Yeah. But then it kind of ceased to work for a while. And so... We, we really have had a very active, productive board sent for a year. Yeah. For one year. Completely different than anything we've ever had before. And boy, what an eye-opener. And what, what do you think attributes to that? What, 
the people on the board having and the, the president. Yep, having the people that have joined us that knew what to do and how to do it, and we trust them. Yep. And they got in there and did it, <laughs> which was great. And we're good followers. Yeah. <laughs> That's, and the well, people laugh at us a lot of times. Yeah, too. they do. <laughs> they laugh at us. And we laugh at ourselves. <laughs> it's kind of like when you say, what is your mission statement? And she looks at me and neither one of us does anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what our mission statement is. But it's like, well, I didn't think he was going to ask me that. Because <laughs> he already knows. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's true. But... <laughs> We've been on for one minute, and you've already asked us something that we don't come forth with. <laughs> well, that's that's okay. That's what I want to do is I want to stump you right off the bat. Yeah, like you yeah. did it, honey. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> that you did. <laughs> well, well, talk talk to me a little bit about over the years the evolution of um, what you've been doing because a lot of folks might just attribute what you're doing to the event you do at, at the end of the year. But talk, uh, talk a little bit about what the viewpoint is, where, what your actual goal is with the organization. Um, because it seems to me like the end of the year event is more of a celebration of the culmination of things that have happened. Right. So, so talk about why, what you're doing throughout the year to celebrate what's happening at that event i think that's really what's what's really key um is 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 letting folks know what your whole story is um in that regard well as we talk about the people who have come on board um right now the people that are making the biggest strides for us is our outreach group and because we've broadened our um, diameter of how many counties we are covering, we were just in Maiton, Clinton, and Shiawassee. Now we're mid-Michigan. And so these people um, are on a mission to get It's a Breast thing out to these counties and to get them involved and to let them know we're here. So not that everybody isn't, uh, you know, a significant part of it. Right now they are the, the main group that is getting the word out for right. us. And, and that's been the goal. And a really big piece is working with the healthcare providers, the nurse navigators, the social workers, um, oncology nurses. You know, those are the people that we really want to be able to connect with and work with. And that's what outreach does. But during COVID, when outreach couldn't get out to be part of meetings, which they had all set up and planned to do, um, you know, we just had to kind of improvise like everybody has had to do. And from that came um, small acts, which is a whole new thing where there are small 
gift certificates that are given three times a year to those providers and social workers and people in the medical community to be able to hand out to breast cancer patients when they're in for treatment. And um, that has been a huge, huge hit. Not only is it a huge hit in the medical community, but it's a we have the right person who is heading that up, who came on board with this before COVID, just not that long before COVID. And she really wanted to take the bull by the horns and do that, you know, and she has done a phenomenal job with it. But all of those times that we can come together with care providers in that medical community, it's just one more time that they think about us. And that was the whole key was being fresh in their minds so that when they're interacting with breast cancer patients, they think to tell them about us and what we can do. We don't ever want to hear how a breast cancer patient didn't know a thing about us. And for many years leading up to now, that was the case. Yep. You just yes. couldn't couldn't permeate through that little wall wall to get into that medical community. But we've been able to do that because of outreach and small acts and the people that we have within the organization now. So with that communication to the medical systems, I mean, talk to, talk to me about or uh, talk to me a little bit about what your approach was to break down that wall. What, what, what did you have to do um, to build those relationships? I think a lot of it was, um, number one, was outreach being very diligent about making sure that all of the different communities and hospitals and organizations within those communities had needs assistant brochures, all the different information that those people needed and were very on top of making sure they were always refilling and staying in contact. That was something that Barb and I just didn't have the time to do, right? You know, and so until we had outreach that was doing that and doing a phenomenal job of it, um, we just didn't have the time to put forth for that like they did. And they, you know, as you know, they have a big group and they are out in that community very regularly. And then on top of that, you've got small acts coming and small acts kind of intertwines with outreach, but it's just kind of another avenue it's, I think it's just that whole repetitiveness of always being there for them and having the people feel comfortable to call you to tell you they need something and starting to just kind of broaden that community involvement as we brought on more counties. Talk to me about small acts. You just mentioned it a couple of times. Could you describe a little bit more about what that means? Well, small acts is. As Susie said, it's gift certificates, and they get donated to us. Um, and what the patient navigators do, the people that are given these, and they're given in an envelope, so they don't even know what they're giving out. But they'll see a patient that maybe is having a bad day. Maybe they've just had a diagnosis. Maybe because they know these people very personally, they have these on them. And if they see that they're having a bad day or, or something is going on or they whatever, they will hand them this envelope. And in it, 
will be an explanation about it's a breast thing and what we do and how we help, but the gift card and, and what they will typically say is just to let them know that they're not alone and that it's a breast thing is there for them. So it's just, it's just a small act. It's a small thing that lets somebody know out of the blue that we're here and we're here to help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And our, our, our group of people who really do work closely with the small X gal, um, <laughs> there's a group of teachers, retired teachers who are doing this and they're used to being out there in the community and talking to the community and that type of stuff. So they think nothing of going to groups of people and, you know, and asking for support. Um, so, you know, as people come onto the website to donate, they can donate for in memory of, they can donate as a general donation, or they can donate for small acts. And so depending on how many um, gift cards they get, then they, you know, purchase to make up um, what they need with the money that they had donated to that particular group. So it, you know, it just kind of has evolved and, and they're doing that in February, June and October. And they try to bring in different groups um, in the medical community to do it. Like every single time may not be Sparrow, but it may be Ionia or it may be Owasso, you know, and there's, there's several different ones each time they do the small acts, but it may not always be the same ones. You know, so we kind of like to spread it around. And people have said to us, it really isn't even about the gift certificate. It's about knowing that somebody cares. Yeah. You know, that's how they view it, which is really nice to hear. How big is uh, the group of people that you've brought together? I mean, do you have a staff? Do you, is it all volunteers? What, what, all volunteers. All volunteer. No, yeah. we don't pay anybody for anything. Everybody volunteers their yeah. time and energy and always have. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even have an office or nothing that we have to pay for. Uh, Susie and I are the, wherever we land is where. It's a brush thing is. Yeah. <laughs> when you come to our new studio here, there's an it's a breast thing sign on the window. And when the ladies came, my models came to pick up their calendars the Monday before Thanksgiving, which is a ritual, they came here to this salon to pick up their calendars that they sold for being a model. So wherever we are is where it is. So that means we can never retire. <laughs> <laughs> and, and clients are already saying oh my gosh where will you put the 12 winning bras yes. after the event? <laughs> Man, yes. I don't know yet but we'll figure it out before October <laughs> you know I mean they know we always do that so that's kind of first and foremost in their mind like where will that happen yeah. that year this next year how are we going to do this <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know we'll figure it out <laughs> and we're just introducing us and it to all of the individuals who are here, they're starting to know that it's a breast thing is right. something. So 
it's wherever we are, people will find out about it as well. But is that, has that been difficult to be nomadic like that with the organization or has it always just worked out the way you needed it to? Well, this last one was a bit of a shakeup, but (laughs) (laughs) because it was, you know, uh, trying to get that change of address out to those people who were going to need to do pickups and all of that was Uh a bit of a challenge, but, but it worked well, but it worked. And, you know, I guess we are so, um, I, I don't know, not fearful of it. We just go, okay, well, it'll work. And it does. Well, and that, that Monday before Thanksgiving, we always work. Yeah. We don't normally work on Mondays, but we've always been in a salon where front desk could feel that. Well, we no longer have a front desk. So we had outreach come in and they sat right out here, you know, on the other side of our slider and we're right, very visible. We're right up front yep. and they were very visible. Nobody had any problem at all finding them. Yep. So it worked out great. So they, they took care of all of that during the day while we worked. Yep. So yeah, it worked out great. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing is impossible with us. <laughs> Well, that's good because I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, it's just it. It seems like it just seems like you've created a whole ecosystem out of the goodness of your heart, and you've kind of like figured out a way to, uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it just it's just it's just an incredible story of well, we're gonna do this. We'll figure it out as we go along, and uh, I think that's great. And we've and we've been blessed. We've yeah. been very blessed with the people yeah. who have who have joined with us. They they have made what we have wanted and made it legal <laughs> and work and make it moving forward. And so we the two of us are so blessed. So, and we're blessed not to have had to go down that walk and down that path as many of them have, but many in our organization have. So, you know, the people who come on board are the different patients or grant recipients or models feel comfortable because there's enough people within the organization that that have been down that path and get it. You know, we can only get it to a certain point. Now, this is, you've been you've said this a few times, but but for those who don't know about your organization and what you do, what do you mean by models? We uh, part of our event is that we get the community involved, and we have them decorate bras. And every year we've had a theme, and so people decorate bras. They're part of the event. People come to the event. They get to vote on the bras. When they're doing a bra, creating one, they could sell votes, which is a donation. Then when the event happens, they get voted the top 12 winners, and that's for the amount of votes they get. The top 12 winners go into the It's a Breast Thing calendar. And the women who model these bras are breast cancer survivors. And so 
they are our calendar girls. And there's many, many out there now because we've had one every single year since we've been doing this. And the calendar is, um, it's the theme is around the theme of the bra. And um, the calendar girls sell them to their friends and their family. And, um, and the public can purchase them. And it's, it's an amazing day. It's my favorite of the entire event. Um, I get to be very personal with all of these ladies, but we spoil them. We, we do their makeup, their hair, their nails. We have a massage therapist. We feed them, we take care of them and they get their pictures taken and then they get to see the calendar and then they get to give them to their family. So it, it's really a huge part of what we do. And these women, um, they are all in love with the whole process because they loved being a model. It's meant that much to them. And some of them come in very apprehensive very. after spending that day with a whole group of women who have been down their path. And they're all know. strangers <clears throat> they when are. they come together. But when they leave, they're yep. a group of friends. Yep. Because they've spent an entire day together telling stories and talking to each other. And it really is a phenomenal day. It really is. And someday, Paul, you need to come and, and visit us on that day so that you can see and understand what we do. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, thank you for the invite. I appreciate that. I'll take you up on that. I will remind you next year. <laughs> or do you mean that it's this year now, isn't it? This year. This Sorry. Year. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're here. Good heavens. <laughs> um, one of the things that is probably, I don't know if you want to call it, uh, well, let me rephrase that. One of the things, or Due to the cause that you guys are associated with and what you raise money for and, and who you interact with, there are situations where sometimes those folks that you've helped um, uh, uh, pass on. And right. I know that that's probably something you've... Uh, Except, well, you, you, it's obviously something you've accepted. That's kind of a weird yep. thing to say. Let me just yep. say, yeah. No. And so, and how does that, I mean, how do you do this year after year and, and keep your upbeat attitude? And, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not phrasing this correctly, but. I know. Um, yeah. It's. But, as breast cancer is not going to stop. Mm -hmm. So we can't stop. And when you know what awarding a grant to a breast cancer survivor who is in financial need and you receive a testimonial back from them about the path they've been down, how difficult it may have been. I mean, they're all different. It, you know, they just speak to you. I mean, you're just so grateful that you're able to help them. You know, and that 
we, you know, have the generous donations that we are able to get, and it makes all the difference. It just does. But we can't do what we do without sponsors. Right. We can't continue on this path unless we get financial support. And from the community. From the community. And all the communities that we support, we, as part of outreach as well, is letting them know that, yes, we're here, but we can't continue to do what we do without financial support from all of them. And so then that, therefore, means that they're supporting their community because we're supporting their community. So, you know, we're only as good as our support supporters are. And so we are very thankful and we're also very dependent on um, getting that that financial support from them so that we can continue to help great so i'm gonna ask you a, a couple of uh not necessarily rapid fire questions but just just something to 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 think about over the years of what you've achieved and what you've been through as an organization, what is one success that you'll never forget? What is one thing that you'll be like, that was the coolest thing? Um, the one that comes to mind is the young lady who really didn't have much of anything that we supported at the holidays. We had a call from a patient navigator and we called the girls and told them mm -hmm. our board at that time and everybody yeah. who was involved with them that we needed to put together things um, to give this gal separate from a grant a christmas we needed to give them a christmas and they everybody either dropped us off money or they said, what can we go buy? Or, I mean, mm -hmm. and, you know, it just wasn't Susie and I. I mean, they all. All chipped in. It all. Was, was too late to try to broaden that out much. So we just, we just put it out there to the board of directors and they came forth big time. And we also put into speed mode getting her grant. Mm -hmm. so that we could give her that as well. That was very cool. Yeah. And that was just, I mean, everybody pulled together from the patient navigator to all of us that were a part of it. And, um, yeah, okay. that was amazing. Very cool. And I will say that the, pa the patient navigators are, are just so phenomenal for what they do for these people. I mean, one of my greatest things is a day when we were trying to get a grant to a person who was homeless. And it's not always that easy, given the fact that they don't have somewhere to send that grant. And between myself and the patient navigator, I mean, I got the grant ready. She left on her lunch hour, came to my house, picked it up and saw the gal that afternoon and delivered it to her. You know, I mean, it, it, it takes several people to orchestrate that, 
But I mean, I was so impressed by what she did. I mean, she's tuning air horn. And I said, oh, for crying out loud. I mean, you know, I mean, here she is leaving her job to come over and help this patient out. She knew she was going to be able to get that to her that day, which was very cool. It takes a village. It does. It's not just Susie and I. We are so Um, minimal to all of this. I mean, it's just, we've started a ball rolling. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who want to come on board. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah, (laughs) big time. Yeah, it really is. But the greatest thing is when somebody's in need, we all step up. Yep. Awesome. Well, I guess it won't be rapid fire because we have to wrap it up. And so, uh, just so just so folks know, uh, what is the best way for them to connect with you? Well, our website is www.itsabreastthing.org, where they can see what's going on. They can make donations, um, that type of thing. Um, and they also can give a call to the It's a Breast Thing phone. Hang on a minute. Which, of course, <laughs> I should know. <laughs> but we don't. Which is 517-980-0357. And I pick up all of those calls. Great. Well, thank you both again for your time and your stories and your laughs. And <laughs> as usual... And uh, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you for asking us. And the invitation is open to uh, to attend the uh, photo shoot so you can see what we yes. do. Awesome. Well, and I will take you up on that. And thank you for everything you do for oh us. Oh, my too. God. We couldn't do what we do everything. if it wasn't phenomenal. for you. Yes. You make what we do look good. <laughs> That's what we try. We try. <laughs> and you so. succeed. Yes, you do. And thank you all for taking some time and listening to the program. Do do not miss the next episode coming out in a couple weeks. So if there's someone you know that you would like to hear about their journey and story, please email us at missioncontrol at introduce.com. And if this is your first time, please subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform and give us a positive review. Thank you very much again and see you next time in the Control Center.